Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Welcome into the latest installment of the Golf Channel Podcast. I'm your host, Will Gray. Happy to be joined today by three-time European Tour champion, Ryder Cupper, uh, a little less than a year ago, Matt Fitzpatrick. Matt, live and in person here in the, the GC studio. Thanks for stopping in. Thank you. So this week, you're, uh, you're playing Bay Hill, but two weeks ago, you were over in Mexico for uh, the WGC Mexico Championship, T16 finish. What were your, what were your thoughts about uh, that course and that venue? Uh, yeah, great golf course. Um, yeah. The layout was, was fantastic. It was something completely different. Um, even though Dustin Johnson won, and he, he's a bomber, <laughs> it's, uh, it was still nice to, to play somewhere where uh, you couldn't just pull driver everywhere and, and hit it uh, everywhere. So. so it's part of your run-up to the Masters because you finished T7 last year. So world ranking aside, you would have made it there. But how nice is it to walk off the 72nd green at Augusta National knowing that you're going to get to come back the next year? It's an amazing feeling, yeah. Um, hopefully this year it will be, I get to go back every year. But um, <laughs> That's always the yeah, goal, right? That's, uh, absolutely. But uh, no, it's, it's such an amazing place. And uh, to be able to, to go back straight away, you know, you know that you're already going back the following year is, uh, is great. A lot of people may not remember you being on that leaderboard. You kind of snuck up there on Sunday, a final round 67, to move into the top 10. When you look back at your season as a whole, you win at the Nordea Masters, uh, you win in Dubai at the end of the European Tour season. How much of your success can be rooted back to that final round at the Masters? Uh, I think, I think a, a little bit. It was a great experience, and it gave me a lot of confidence that I could compete. Um, it's interesting. I never really felt like I had my full A game that week um, until probably certainly the certainly the last day uh, I seem to remember Saturday was incredibly windy and I actually mm -hmm. sort of didn't didn't shoot a great score but it still still moved me up quite a few places um, but uh, now it's such a special place and I think uh, for me sort of coming off there with a, with a tied seventh it, uh, yeah, it was, did me a world of good well, I was going to say this was not your your first rendezvous with Augusta National. You also played in 2014 after winning the U.S. Amateur. So you're about to make your third trip. But right now, what stands out as your top Augusta Masters memory? I just think for first ever. Well, I think just every time you go down uh, Magnolia Lane, it's um, unbelievable. It's such a fantastic feeling. It's uh, to be able to to drive down that road every morning um, before before you play. It's it never gets old. Um, the place is incredible. What's the most difficult shot you face there? Uh, I think 12. Uh, 12 in the bottom, you know. <laughs> I know someone who might agree with you right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think when the wind's swirling, it's, yeah. uh, it's pretty difficult. It is very, very difficult to, to judge it. So uh, you've really got to uh, you've really got to be on the ball. So I've got to look back a few weeks, because right now you're the answer to a, a trivia question that no one in golf 
wants to have the answer to, and, and that is possibly the last round with Tiger. We don't know when he's coming back, yeah. but right now you played with him at Dubai. What was that like, and how surprising was it to wake up Friday morning and see that he had pulled out? Uh, yeah, it was a little bit surprising, to be fair. Um, I didn't notice anything personally that was wrong with him. Um, but obviously, obviously there was, and, and uh, hopefully it's, it's going to be... Uh, Hopefully he can be better soon, but uh, yeah, it's obviously a difficult one. Um, I'm sure by the sounds of it, he's struggling at the minute, and uh, hopefully he's going to be back soon. So you made your Ryder Cup debut at Hazeltine. Did not exactly go as you guys would have planned, but having had a few months to let the dust settle and you look back, what, what are your takeaways from that? Do you see it as a learning experience, something you can build off of? Uh, definitely, yeah. I think um, I learned a lot that week, and... Um, it was just such a great experience for me to play with with guys that have sort of grown up grown up watching really like you like to Henrik Stenson, Martin Kime, Ellie Westwood, and to be able to play alongside them was uh, was pretty special. So. Uh, all right. So when you're playing at a tournament, playing a practice round Tuesday, Wednesday, do you like to have a little coin, a little little side match going? No, no, you're not. I, I'm not. I've, I never. I'm not really into that sort of stuff. No. Really, I, I like to do my uh, preparation and. Get ready for the golf tournament, and um, yeah, just take it from there, really. So, do you take any heat from uh, the veterans when you when you saddle up, and they don't they don't you don't want to throw down? No, not too not too much, not too much. Sometimes a little bit, but uh, I'll happily take it if it if it <laughs> uh, if my if my prep's as good as it can be, and, and I don't have a bet, then I'm I'm fine with that. <laughs> who uh, who do you like to play a lot of your practice rounds with when you're on this side of the Atlantic? Um, I play a lot with Martin Keimer, okay. um, so. I, I don't. Really, I know a few of the American guys, but probably not too well. Um, but yeah, I tend to play a lot with Martin Keimer over here, and uh, a bit with Danny Willett. So, how much of an inspiration was it to see him walk off with the green jacket? I know you said that you would like to be in that that position uh, this year, but basically that was the first time an Englishman in your lifetime had won. You're born yeah. in '94, Fowler won in '96. But uh, how much do you take from seeing what Danny did and hoping to translate into that for you? Absolutely, um, you know it gives me great confidence that uh, that hopefully I could, could achieve that uh, one day. And uh, obviously, it'd be great if it was this year, which it's not. Another year would be, would be just <laughs> as fine. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's fantastic for him, and um, I know him very well. So to, to be able to to see that from someone who I know pretty well is uh, yeah, pretty amazing. So you're playing this week at Bay Hill. I know we had talked that you're going to be playing a little bit more in the States, is it your goal to get your, your footing on the PGA Tour and maybe play more full-time over here? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, my, my goal this year is definitely to get my uh, PGA Tour card. Um, and then after that, I'll just sort of balance it out. I'll play half in Europe, half over here, and uh, just sort of make sure that I'm getting the best of both worlds, basically. What's the appeal for trying to do both schedules? Um, Europe will always be my home tour. Um, you know, I, I really enjoy playing over there, the British Masters, you know, the Irish Open, the French Open. Um, they're all great events. Um, and then over here, I sort of, I just, I love the way of life over here. Love the golf tournaments. Love the, just, just love everything about it in America, really. So. Could you see yourself living over here in a few years? Yeah, uh, I'm planning on doing it next year. So, oh, so yeah, it's quicker so, than a few years. Yeah, all right. absolutely. So. Um, yeah, sort of uh, got a girlfriend over here now okay. and um, just going to sort of see where she ends up with a job and, you know, we'll, we'll work it out from there, basically. So, so you're not that different from a normal 22-year-old. No, now. there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite PGA Tour venue outside of the majors? Harbour Town. 
Really? That was a quick By answer. A mile. Yeah, Havertown's my favorite golf course. Really? So, what do you like yeah. about it? Just the, the layout? I uh, love the layout. Just love the place in general. Um, the whole town, the whole atmosphere. It's uh, it's fantastic. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely there. Okay. Definitely there. So going back a couple of years, you win the U.S. Amateur in 2013, and then you go to Northwestern for a semester, and then you leave Northwestern. Yeah. Uh, is there anything about that transition that if you had a mulligan, you might change? Or do you... Or does that, does that whole path, is that what brought you to this point? Um, no, not at all. I, I, I really wouldn't uh, change a thing. Um, I think for me, obviously, it's, it's worked out pretty well so far. I'd and, say so. Um, I think I did it the right way. I experienced college life and um, did it for the time, but I think I was just ready to, to take it forward with the golf, really. Um, I think that's all it was. It was nothing against Northwestern, it wasn't the, the school it was really difficult as well, but uh, I think I was just ready to, uh, to sort of move forward. Do you still uh, keep ties Northwestern? you follow them in, in sports, yeah. things like that? Yeah, yeah, so um, yeah, I've been following the, the basketball yeah. this, this, uh, this week, and um, a lot of my, I go back a lot to see my friends, and my girlfriend's still there, so uh, yeah, I, I've got a big, big Northwestern fan. You're going to pencil them into your bracket here coming up? Once got, the... I've got to, yeah, I've got to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we'll, we'll end with this. What is uh, your favorite baby face story? Give me something where you've, you've walked into a place where uh, people mistake you or question what you're doing inside the ropes or anything like I've that. I've got so many. Um, Pick your favorite. The, I think the best one was probably when I was an amateur. Okay. Um, I've walked onto the range for the first time and I've gone to get golf balls and my brother's caddying for me because my caddy hadn't arrived just yet and I've got golf balls in my hand and I've turned around to walk back to where I'm hitting and the guy in all Nike stuff has come up to me and said uh, are those for Tiger <laughs> because he thought I was a ball boy so I uh, <laughs> had to politely decline that and say, no, they're actually for me. And then he sort of just ignored me rudely and then wandered off. So, was, uh, yeah, that's probably probably the best one. That's a good one. That is, uh, that, uh, that's a keeper for yeah, sure. Yeah. A little motivation, right? Just to, yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It definitely did. <laughs> All right. Well, Matt Fitzpatrick, thank you much for joining us. Good luck this week at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. And uh, maybe we'll see more of you around yes, Gates Parts once, once you get settled. Thank you. That'll do it for this edition of the Golf Channel Podcast. I'm your host, Will Gray, and we will see you next time. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.